You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels Mobcast, episode 9. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last one I recorded was supposed to be episode 8, and I said episode 7, so we, you know, because right, I'm so obsessed with the, the episode 7 trailer right now, and so, and still obsessed with it, especially after we saw it in 3D. Oh, I know, right? So, um, so uh, this one is actually episode 9, so... At least I listed, listed episode 8 correctly. I just didn't say it in the title. I'm bad. Hi, I'm your host, Scott White. <laughs> Across the table from me, as always, is... Ethan Young. And today we're going to be talking about Path of the Jedi. Yay! <laughs> well, before that, uh, we have a new sponsor. Actually, our first sponsor. Yay for that. Um, uh, our sponsor this week's, for this week's episode is InversePress.com. You can listen to their ad now. Now, from Inverse Press, the absentee. When a test pilot returns from an interdimensional quest to find a new energy source, he finds himself possessed by a demon. He learns to control the demonic form of his own mind and use its supernatural abilities. But while he is away, the demon uses his body to wreak havoc. Get this terrifying comic written by Kevin LaPorte with art by Rando Dixon at InversePress.com. The absentee. So check out InversePress.com. They have a new Patreon account, and so you can go s- support them. Uh, they're always doing some kind of crazy Kickstarter from some great comics. So if you like good sci-fi and horror stuff, d- definitely check them out. Onward to the episode! <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, it was real quick, right? Yeah, I like that. I guess I will. Yeah, it's your turn. Uh, I'll start huh? talking a lot so far. Uh, prologue. Kanan is looking for Ezra. Ezra runs through Lothal as Kanan, who is meditating in his chambers, well, with his hologram. Uh, uh, so I'm trying to, I wrote my notes at night, so this is, uh, well, not night, in the dark, so it's kind of hard to read. This is what I get when we're watching, watching this stuff. Kanan doesn't know if Ezra's ready. Ezra uh, uh, has to take a test to make sure he's meant to be a Jedi. Act 1. Ezra wants to be a Jedi. Kanan is unsure. Hera is worried that if, uh, and about Ezra and tells Kanan that he has to help him. Kanan and Ezra take the Phantom. Ezra must use the Force to t- find a missing Jedi temple. Hey, look! Lothcats. Makes <laughs> <laughs> me so happy. Ezra uses the Force to find the temple on Lothal. Uh, the hologram told Kanan where it was the whole time. <laughs> but he still wanted to test him by using the Force. Uh, they fly to a big mountain. Ezra has to use the Force to find a way in. He, apparently it takes both Master and Padawan to open open the door. Uh, both Kanan and Ezra use the Force to lift the giant rock revealing the temple entrance. Inside the temple are dead Jedi. Ezra loses focus and the door shuts behind them. Ezra must go along, uh, forward alone. Kanan will wait behind. Act 2. The Inquisitor shows up. <laughs> the Inquisitor and Kanan fight 
Ezra helplessly watches. The Inquisitor slays Kanan in front of Ezra, and the Inquisitor goes after Ezra. Ezra falls down a chasm, but instead of hitting the ground, he falls out of the bed on the ghost. He leaves his chambers. Uh, uh, I should say quarters. He leaves his quarters. Mm-hmm. And eavesdrops over the rest of the ghost crew who are basically saying how much he's horrible and Hera just wants him for his skills and uh, Sabine just pities him because he's a kid. And then Ezra's like, no, no, this is not right. I was just at the temple. This can't be right. And then the Inquisitor shows and kills the ghost crew. The Inquisitor goes to kill Ezra, but the, the door opens and he goes falling again back in the temple. Ezra's alone, but he can manage it. He must continue on. Door opens, Inquisitor returns. Act 3. Ezra faces his fears, uh, breaking the, the temple's illusion. The Inquisitor leaves, vanishes. Yeah, poofs. Uh, the voice of Yoda guides Ezra through the temple, along with some sparkly little dots. Fairies. <laughs> Fairies. <laughs> Kanan and Yoda speak. Kanan doubts that uh, that's his own abilities to teach Ezra. Ezra falls the voice down uh, to his own path. Uh, Kanan vows that he won't let Ezra go astray. Ezra, Ezra and the Yoda voice... Discuss why Ezra wants to be a Jedi. Ezra, Ezra has a Tron moment and gets a Kyber crystal. Ezra and Kyber, uh, Ezra and Kanan return to the ghost. Ezra builds a lightsaber. Yay! The end. Yay! Score! <laughs> So, uh, I've talked, you got trivia, right? Oh, yeah, I got a little bit of trivia. Um, one thing I found kind of cool about this episode is that its working title was Enlightenment. Enlightenment. <laughs> to be enlightened. Very good. Uh, I, I, I like it. it. It's kind of a, it fits. Path of the Jedi I like, but... I would have preferred Enlightenment as an actual title. Be honest. With you. Okay. Because, well, we can... I mean, it, it just seems like it fits a little better than... The, the, like, the title fits, but I think that title's just too easy. <laughs> it's a kid show. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Continue. <laughs> uh, what else did I find interesting? Um, Ezra was off... Uh, Doing something with Sabine at the start of the episode. Right? <laughs> bow chicka bow wow. Right? Um, it ori- the episode originally had in it what they were doing. Right. But because it's only like a half hour show. Tw- yeah. 20 minute show. 22 minutes. Well, yeah. 22 minutes. Well, with commercials, right. it would be a half hour. Yeah. Um, they didn't have enough time. To fit that in? To fit that in. So they cut it. I wonder what they were up to. Well, they do say that we'll learn that in a later episode. Ooh, I can't oh. wait. Oh. Uh, Spoiler alert, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Um, an early version of the story included um, Joe, old Joe from the bar. Yep. The, a couple episodes ago. The Athorian. Yeah. 
Um, they were involved in Ezra's search for the Kyber Crystal. But when the store kind of the story developed, mm-hmm. was expanded, developed further, they figured that they just really wanted to. They they figured that branching out like that would not, maybe not be too confusing, but it just wouldn't allow the story to flow very well. Right. So they just really focused in on what was going on in the in the temple. Very cool. Yeah. And there's some other stuff that we'll get to. Cool. Um. So yeah, let's. I guess we can start with the beginning. So, Kane is looking uh, on the ghost. He's looking uh, for Ezra, and he's asking Zeb and Zeb. You know, Zeb in the last couple of episodes hasn't really done much except uh, really. He hasn't done much. He's kind of just a uh, almost become this background character in the last couple of episodes. Kanan mm-hmm. um, goes back and, and starts meditating in his his quarters with this the holocron. It's got this all cool holodeck looking thing going on for. Oh well, yeah, of course. And then uh, then we see uh, Ezra running through Lothal to get back to the ghost, and he's all like, "I'm sorry, I missed training." And Kanan's all like, "You got to take things seriously." And that's when he kind of you know he's worried from the last episode when when. Um, Ezra summoned the dark side of the force that caused the giant mama Frynok to come after the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode pretty much reminds me of uh, Luke's trip through the Dagobah cave. I think it's. I think so. That's kind of a it seems like a standard Jedi training bit. Mm. I mean, because it's it's very similar. I mean, uh, Luke goes in, you know through the cave and sees his greatest fear, which is Vader. Yeah. Ezra goes and sees his greatest fear, which is Kanan dying. Yeah. And so, that's interesting. I think it's a it's a cool test um, because you have to you have to be able to face your fears before you can get over them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you if you're so worried about something happening that it kind of consumes you. Which it seems like Ezra's fear of being alone um, kind of consumes him. Right. Well, Ezra's got a huge, lots of fears. In fact, yeah. in the last episode, you know, when he faces his fears on, um, oh, what, Ford and Axis, uh, he not only controls the Frynox, he also helps Sibo get his brains kind of unscrambled. Mm-hmm. And 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 when that moment of forgiveness, and he says, "I'm afraid of finding out the truth of what happened to his parents," and he forgets Sibo, it has that this this effect, this kind of this, I don't know, like I said, it, it reached out even as far back through through, through space wherever uh, uh, Hera had taken Sibo uh, to find Fulcrum, mm-hmm. and so I think this continues on here. I think I mean. Yeah. This is the the first real hard lessons that I think Ezra is learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's had a little bit of lightsaber training and right a lot of some some field stuff. But Jeez, turn your phone off. Oh, that was our other co-host saying he's packing up and coming over. Oh, cool. That's why I had the phone on. <laughs> I'm sticking my tongue out at him. I know you guys can't see it, but just imagine that. <laughs> so, I think it's interesting because. You know, you have, because they're being trained, um, Ezra is being trained at such a late age. Right. And Skywalker was trained at an even later Later age. age. 
Um, I think it, it is important to knock them down a peg, make them realize that, you know, make them face their fear, make them make them understand the importance of being able to control your emotions mm-hmm. and not being afraid and working solely through the force and nothing else. And Ezra is 15, so at 15 you're nothing but a ball of emotion. Anyway. Yeah, you're a ball of emotion and hormones, so you've got to... It's very important. I think, and I, I think that's why... I think that's why the... I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but no, I, I no. think that's why the... The tests, the challenges, the, the visions, whatever that both of these that Luke Skywalker had and that Ezra's had mm-hmm. are so powerful. You know, because it's 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 kind of detailing, hey, you need to focus this. Right. You need to calm this down. And that's why they're so powerful. Because if they were like, you know, if Ezra Ezra's um on a vision whatever you want to call it, dream, vision, nightmare, whatever. Um, if it was just, you know, a Lothcat attacking him, you know, attacking Kanan instead of the Inquisitor, right. it would have been a completely different emotion set. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, <coughs> I think you're right. Ooh, I, I, right. Also, I, I also will add uh, in the fact that what's also interesting is about both, both Luke and Ezra is that their trainings are non-traditional because there's a handful of Jedi left. Right. I mean, you know, I can count three Jedi I know who are alive at this era. Right. Um, you know, Obi-Wan Yoda we know from the, the films. Mm-hmm. And then there's Kanan. I don't know anybody else who's around currently. I still hold Mace Windu lives. <laughs> Pretty much messed up by Anakin. Hey, I still hold the Mace Windu lives. <laughs> he got electrocuted, his arm chopped off, and he thrown out a building. Hey, you know, you Coruscant's can... huge too. So it's you not... can live. He lived. <laughs> we don't see a body. He lives. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, hashtag Mace Windu lives. <laughs> Mace Ma- Windu lives. <laughs> um. I, so. I liked the fact that. Um, the the temple manifests the evil as the Inquisitor and has the Inquisitor slowly kill everything that Ezra loves. Yes, and it's neat to see that because Ezra's now made this connection with his family, and 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 that's what they are. Yeah, and uh, even when the temple's trying to say, well, you know, when they're using the illusions to be like, well, you know, he I pity the kid and he's 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 got some skills that's useful for the rebellion, but he's you know he he he's gonna fail at this Jedi thing. Yeah. And, um... I mean, it still doesn't... It's, 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 it's like a double test. Right. He's testing... The, like, the temple is testing <clears throat> Ezra's strength with his family. Mm-hmm. And Ezra's resolve. And then when... Yeah. And then when he passes that, it knocks it up a notch and has the Inquisitor up here to kill everybody. Yeah. And, uh... And that, that kind of... I like I like the moment that when he's he's afraid to be alone, but then he realizes he's been alone before because he has he's been on his own for eight years, and so it's just a back to a normal routine for him. And so, what is there to fear? And so the Inquisitor has nothing. Right. <laughs> I want to back up a minute. So, um, Kanan has to leave, let Ezra do this journey on his own, and so he waits behind. There are two dead Jedi. <laughs> 
just kind of hang in there. Yeah. That's commitment. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Cuz one of them's um one look human. The other one had horns. Um I can I can't figure out what the race is. Um I'm I'm looking cuz I, I don't know. I don't know. At first I thought it was a Tweedlack, but no, 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 no. It's, it it doesn't have long tentacles. Right. Oh. I'm I'm googling a list of Jedi Masters. Nice. Cause there he is. I just gotta figure out what his name is. Where? Oh. If you see that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. What? Who is that guy? He's a unique-looking individual. He is on the high council. He looks well, good. Good for him. Proud of him. <laughs> Proud of you, man. Proud of you. Um, I think Agent is it's not Agent Kolar. Because that's kind of money. So, Sessington. He is a. That's what he is. He is a. Ikatoch? Yeah, we'll go with that. I-K-T-O-T-C-H. Ikatoch? He looks really angry. He looks like a goat. <laughs> he looks really angry. He's I don't want to make him mad because he already looks very angry. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> when I first saw this episode, I really thought that uh, the Jedis that were there... Mm-hmm were, uh, they weren't, they did not stay there and wait for their Padawans to return. They were there when everything went south, or like they were injured or whatever, and they came into the temple to seek refuge and died within the temple. That's, that's my first, that was my first thought. They're all... And then they're like, no, they waited for their Padawans. I was like, dang, man, that's... That's serious commitment. Commitment. That's that's kind of intense. I'm, I'm looking to see if we can find out who those guys are if they they were in something else. Oh, I like how old Joe is pronounced uh, spelled J H O. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Jaho. Old Jaho. <laughs> um. Are they mentioned? No, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh. I just like, I, I like how it seems like in everything in Star Wars, um, for whatever reason, Jedi temples are not upkept. It's like, <laughs> it's like they get, like they're so involved in peacekeeping and trying to keep the balance of the force and training other Jedi that they forget that they need a maintenance staff. So all of their old temples are just falling apart. Well, this temple's not really falling apart. It's mostly rock. I mean, it, it, it reminds you of, like, um, it's, it's the Mons Moria, you know. the. It's kind of falling apart. <laughs> it wasn't falling. It's dirty, but it's a mountain. <laughs> mountain Janitorial staff. I mean, come on, guys. Get a, get a robot with a broom. That's all, that, that's all I'm saying. Well... Well, they abandoned it, so they left it hidden, so you're not going to have a robot clean it up while the Empire's looking for it. Why not? 
Because they could find the power source of the robot and be like, hey, what's this robot in this mountain? Hello, I'm Janitorial Service 101. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a perfectly reasonable idea. <laughs> I disagree. A little robot. Well, if you can have a star room, a star map room that's constantly on, it's, you can have at the end. It wasn't all constantly on. It just that it turned on when he was there when Ezra's having his Tron moment. Yeah. And it's literally a Tron moment. So what I mean by a Tron moment, look at the poster of Tron. When you've got Tron there holding his arms up, waiting for the um, uh-huh. the disc to come down. That is what Ezra is doing. His hands, his hands in the air, big light beam on him as this kyber crystal kind of falls from this huge star field. <laughs> so yeah, he's totally having a Tron moment. I mean, that's like a an ode to Disney if if I didn't know one, right? Yeah. He's just missing mouse ears. I'm still I'm still holding off for three sweep PO. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. <laughs> right. Um, the other thing really, really, really cool about this episode, and it's taking us like 20 minutes to talk about, it, is that the Frank Oz has come back as the voice I of Yoda. Know! It's Frank Oz is Yoda. Oh my god. It, yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. the first time he's been Yoda in forever. I know. And so uh, Tom Maybe. Kane, who's who usually does Yoda's voice on the Clone Wars, and who does a great, great job of it, and he does a really good Yoda. He's no Frank Oz because Frank Oz is Yoda. And Miss Piggy and others, but that's beside the point. Yeah, but <laughs> beside the point. And, but yeah, and, it made me happy that Frank Oz and it's, came. And it's written really, really well. And so the question is this: Is the voice an illusion, or is the voice Yoda? Okay. Yoda says. My vision was clouded, or something like this. Or he says, oh, "See, see, okay, now, I, and now I can see you." Yeah, and now I can see you. Right. As in, he Yoda is such a powerful. He is so in tune mm-hmm. with with the forces, is, in all of the places that are. Strong in the force, he's so in tune with all of that, that I think he can feel. He can feel Kanan and what Kanan is doing. He can feel Obi-Wan and what Obi-Wan is doing. But he can't see them until they enter such a place that is so strong with the Force that it kind of opens up a channel. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. So when Kanan and Ezra come into the temple, it opens up this ability for Yoda to channel more power to a specific location so he can actually talk to them. So so it's like he gets a an IM message. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting there chilling at chilling in his, you know, little hut and he ding looks like Oh, oh someone's in the temple. I need to talk to them. Is it four square for the force force square if you will? Four square. I like it. I like it a lot. That's um, a thing now. <laughs> hashtag force square. Um, I agree. I think um, I think there's evidence of this in the films too. Uh, when Luke meets Yoda, Luke uh, Yoda has uh, admitted to watching Luke. Long have I watched you. Yeah, his mind not where is what he was thinking, what he's supposed to be doing, or whatever. Always the the future. Hey, excitement. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and so, he was a little a little more harsh to Luke than I guess he is to Ezra. 
Um, I like I like I like Ezra's honesty when Yoda asks him why he wants to become a Jedi, and you know the emotion comes out for revenge. I mean, really, his and I think I think if Ezra has an undoing, it's going to be his quest for revenge. I th I think that's something he's definitely trying is going to have to face and deal with. You know, his parents, and then on top of that, the Empire, because he wants to make the Empire pay. Mm -hmm. And then Yoda's like, well, is that what Kanan teaches you? Or is, And he's like, no, no, Kanan's a good master. But I think he's still dealing with it. He's still going to be dealing with these issues. Right. I, I don't think he, I don't think they're quelled at the end of this, you know. No. He comes to the conclusion that he wants to help everybody, because that's what the Ghost Crew does. They go, they get, they get things, and they, they give everything away, because they are the Robin Hoods of this, of, of the Outer Realm here. But uh, I think uh, I think this is going to be something that's going to be major in his in his future. Um, and now that he's got a lightsaber, <laughs> which is a strange looking lightsaber. It's a I like the design. It's, it has a what was that? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> something just went flying in the office. <laughs> Weird. Ghosts. I'm going with ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> Our office is haunted. Maybe they just want to watch the episode. Hey, you know what? They're more than welcome. I think it's interesting that um, Ezra Ezra is consumed with this idea of revenge, but he he's able to tease it out in his own mind. Mm -hmm. He's able to go, "I want revenge. I want to stop the empire. No, I, I just really want to protect people. Yeah, I just kind of want to protect people, and I I, I, I like that. I mean, that's kind of that's how you naturally progress through. A very strong feeling is, and you just start kind of breaking it down and rationalizing it. But I agree with you when it, when you say that he is going to have to deal with his desire for revenge right. on somebody, any anybody. I you know I'm I'm conflicted, and this is what I'm conflicted about because I know human nature. To me. I don't know if it was so much thought out as, you know, when you were younger and you would give a wrong answer, or even now when you give um, an unwrong or unpopular answer or, or you know, um, an idea, and then you quickly backtrack. Mm -hmm. It's almost like he does that. I want revenge. What is it? Revenge? No, no, Kane's a good master. Uh, uh, I want to help people. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's the better answer. I don't know. Uh, I think it's definitely something we're gonna see. Um, well, you know, and and the, it's something interesting too because I mean, I like how this happens after this last episode because the last episode is when Ezra really tempts the dark is tempted by the dark side of the force, unknowingly when he sends right. the the Frynok. Um and that's gonna have an effect on him. We, me, and Carter talked about this at the last episode that you know. We were trying to figure. I was trying to figure out what's different with with Ezra summoning summoning the the Mama Frydog, uh as a dark side ability, or or not if not or summoning the dark side compared to to the force push he does in the third episode against um, Agent Callus when he's trying to save Zeb. In both situations, he's trying to save somebody. In both situations, he lets out an, an emotional outburst. The only thing different is is that instead of just the force push, another another creature was involved. Right. And so I'm like, well, since the other creatures involved, is that is that because in me in my mind, those are both 
dark side moments because you know right. the dark side is emotion and he uses emotion to do both of these abilities. Right. And so but no one's really freaking out about the third episode one. And so I it's it's weird to me. And I and I'm only just talking about maybe because of the 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 Mama Frynak was involved and convincing another or manipulating another creature to do your bidding. I guess that's Wrong, but if that's if that's the case, you're wrong. Then then what is uh, Obi Wan and and you know uh, move? Uh, these are not the droids you're looking for. That's manipulating someone else, another creature's mind. So it's the Force is a strange and odd thing. Again, again, I've talked about this many of times, and I will talk about this again right now. Um, <laughs> in the expanded universe, you have the the original Jedi, the right. Jedi. As, as I have mentioned multiple times, right, and they understood, and that actually that there's an actually there's a fact to this too, um, but the Jedi understood the the relationship between the dark and the, the dark side and the light side, and how they coexist, and that you can use both equally, and not as long as you are centered and balanced with yourself, right, you can use both light and dark side. Mm-hmm. And not go one way or the other. You can be a perfect medium individual. Right. And there are there there is um, evidence of this actually in this episode. Another fun fact of this episode: um, seen on the frozen grounds outside of the Jedi Temple is an ancient symbol depicting the intertwined nature of the light and dark sides. These icons have seen on. Um, Episodes that you've seen these on episodes of the Clone Wars, if you have seen that. Um, this it's not till recent Jedi history, like the the Jedi's of new, not the Jedi's of old. That the, the Jedi, not the Jedi. Well, not e- well, even the Jedi themselves um, understood the ideas that light and dark come come hand in hand and that you need to be able to use both to use the force effectively. Right. Like there is no light side, there is no dark side. It is your emotions are you know, you you have the emotional side and then you have the the reasoning side and you have to be able to meld both of those inner inner and then so it comes down to and then, logic versus emotion. Right, right. But you have to be able to do both and in, in harmony to fully utilize so the force. So the Jedi are a bunch of Buddhists. Yeah. Well, and then two Jedi Masters, I think this is how it goes, two Jedi Masters get married and that ends badly. And there's like this giant civil war that happens. I don't... Maybe I don't remember all of the details, but that's when the Jedi were like, "Nope, never more, no can't, more." Can't get in love. Huh? Can't can't have emotion. This is bad. Motion bad. Motion bad. And they cut that completely out of their their ideals, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting. It's interesting, um, but I think I think Ezra is is gonna have to be playing with that a lot um, in his journey to come because. We are teased in this episode of Kanan's journey and mm-hmm. how he fell from the path. The he path. strayed from the path. I don't he think he st- fell. I think he. 
I think he strayed, and I think he has he had to stray from the plot. Okay, spoiler alert for the for for the comic because the like which is canon. Yes, makes me so happy that's canon. That that um, and so if you've not read Canaan number one, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but definitely definitely you guys you need still to, need to give me that by the way. Yes, I think it's actually in my truck right now. Okay, I will have to steal that from you. Um, but um. It starts out with the Clone Wars, and right before Order sixty six, where Kanan is a young Padawan, mm-hmm. and so clearly he doesn't complete his training. Right, and so you know, Kanan's kind of like Luke in a way. Right, mine is you know Luke did not have the benefit of the early training. Kanan has a little you know he's got his early training and then it ends. And so, whatever his life experiences to now has led him to whatever training, you know, whatever right, l- you know, l- levels that he gets. Because, you know, Luke clearly becomes a Jedi Knight after Empire, right, and becomes a Master after Jedi. Um, even though Yoda and and and, and Jedi tells him that he's not a you know, I, when Luke says he's a Jedi, Jedi. I think they're really talking about a Jedi Master. I don't think because he's clearly a Jedi through the whole process. Right. He's a Padawan, and and, and up until his training, he's a Knight. After he does the trial with with Vader, and I think he's a Master after he defeats Vader and I think redeems him. Right. I think Yoda's statement is more of a challenge to Luke. I I was thinking about that. Actually. Yeah, it's it's more of a challenge to Luke of going. You know, if you're going to do this, you got to be 100% certain this right. is what you're going to do because you are now the only one left. Right. Well, <laughs> so you got to... There is another. <laughs> there is another. Well, as of right now, and I think it was uh, with that conversation, I think it was more of uh, th- this is going to be a massive responsibility for you. Right. Because you are going to have to start training others, right? So you need to make sure that you're good. I like what's really interesting too on that is that um, Luke never gets a traditional Jedi training. And so he's taking what Jedi training he got, and he got a little from Obi Wan and a little from Yoda. And how long, you know? Realistically, when did Ben teach Luke? Um, in the radio drama, which isn't canon, uh, on the trip to Alderaan, took time, and so that's where Obi Wan taught Luke Jedi um, forms, uh, not Jedi, but lightsaber forms, and um, gave him some training there. And we see a little bit in the movie where, mm-hmm. where he's got the right, the, but it goes into more in depth in the radio drama. If I have the blast shield on, I can't see. see. Use the force, kid. Mack him across the face, and uh, and then what training he got on right. Dagobah? Well, who knows how long he was? On well, here's on. here's my question: Does does Ben come through in his Force Ghost self and train Luke? I don't think so. We don't know. There's a lot that happens that we don't know between. Even in the um, and, I, and that's not been I don't think that's been addressed anywhere, and that's maybe some Marvel they want to work with. You know, there's a lot that happens between five. Like, well, well if you have a lot that happens between four and five right. that we don't know. Yeah, five. And, and then and then a lot that happens between five and six that we don't know. So 
it is very plausible that um, you know, ghost well, because not really between four and five, because we don't get like, Ben dies oh no, we don't really get the ghost version of Ben until later oh, we get him, the end of episode four, you know you get Run Luke Run. Yeah, he's a voice. He's a voice, right. but he's not. He's not in his in the physical form until uh, until Dagobah Hand. Right. Uh, no, until Hoth. Until Hoth. Hoth. Until Hoth. until yeah. about Hoth, then about twenty minutes into the actual film. Yeah. He's ghost version. Yeah. So he's I would say system. right. I would say that that Luke gets the majority of his training from Yoda between. The time he lands on Dagobah to the time he leaves for Cloud City. And then my theory is when they go off to go look for Han, Luke then bails and goes back to Dagobah, Dagobah to learn. Because no. there's a lot of no. stuff no. that we don't know no. what happens. That, 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 um, no, because when he rescues Han... And Tatooine, he goes, but he goes to Dagobah. Then he goes to complete his training. That's what he tells Yoda. I'm here to yeah, complete my that's training. That's right. I'm here to complete my training. Well, you don't know that he he could be, he could be training with Yoda, and then he's like, "Hey, I gotta go take care of this. I'll be I'll BRB." And he comes back and he's like, "Hey, all right, I now I'm here to complete my training." And Yoda's like, eh, "Too late, buddy." No, I don't. I don't think he goes back because because. I, because Luke Luke goes to Cloud City to find to 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 save Han, Leia, and Chewbacca, mm-hmm. and uh, fails at that, and has to go rescue Han, and so that takes planning. So I don't think he, he goes back to Dagobah until after Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Just just long. I'm just, I'm just you know with the movies. I think I think I think that's pretty clearly established. Just saying. Well, I don't know because. What bugs me is that when Luke goes to rescue Han, he is way more powerful than he was when we last saw him. Right, because I think he continues to practice. I, I, way I look at it, he's basically taking the online version of the Jedi Academy. <laughs> okay, I, I, I can get on board with you know, that. I can get on board If the University that. of Phoenix had a Jedi program, he's totally in it. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I, I can get on board with that. And so he takes his Dagobah credits, and yeah, his Hoth yeah, credits, yeah. and his Tatooine credits, and <laughs> transfers them over. I gotcha. And so he gets his undergraduate in Dagobah, he's trying to get his master's in <laughs> the Death Star 2. So he, yeah. it all comes back to our college theory. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I can, I can mainly mainly because on my mind because we're graduating in a couple of weeks. And yeah. so like I wouldn't mind getting a certificate of Jedi. Man, my master's in Jedi. That would be awesome. Yeah, master's in Jedi training. That would be amazing. It would be pretty great. What color would your lightsaber be? Yellow or Why? orange? Probably orange. Why orange? You like orange? Um, yeah, partially. Uh, there's a there there is a non-canon yeah universe thing floating. I think it's I think it's universe thing that floats around that um, in the Jedi Order there are different there are different um, uh, jobs obviously within the Jedi Order mm-hmm. and one of the jobs is uh, I think it's called a Sentinel yeah. you're basically the Jedi spy yeah. and they, they normally carry orange 
short orange lightsabers because they're very close combat and they have to be concealed. And the idea behind that is the Sentinels are only known the 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 only people who know that Sentinels exist are Yoda and Mace Windu. That just seems weird because <laughs> well because they're so clandestine and they're so deep into cover that they don't want they're afraid that if too pe- too many people know then word will get out somehow. It's like it's like there's an episode there's an episode in Clone Wars where um, Obi Wan goes deep undercover mm-hmm. to break up a assassination attempt on the emperor the um, uh, prime minister the or Palpatine yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the supreme Pal- chancellor supreme whatever his name is um, and he goes so deep undercover that only. Yoda and Mace Windu know about him. They don't tell anybody else. Anakin thinks he's dead. Yeah, they they they. Oh, and Carter just popped in. Yeah, That's Carter the, just showed up. That was the knock at the door. Carter, yeah. Carter's, Carter's got bad. Yeah, yeah. He's, hey, got, he's got bad head pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, they they, they they they've convinced everyone that Obi Wan. They have a funeral service and everything. Right. They kill him, and then they change his facial features and they change his voice and all this. I remember some. I haven't seen the episodes, but I remember something about it. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's a really, that's, really good episode. Yeah, it's a good span. It's like three or four. Yeah. But it's that's the idea behind the Sentinels is that these guys they kill them off completely as Jedi's. Like they go through all of their formal training, they become knights or masters, and then for some reason they die. They have a funeral service for them, but they really go deep undercover to unroot the nastiness that is in the world. So the, the whole big giant I gotcha. universe, expanded universe fan theory floating around that just sounds awesome. <laughs> so good. Jedi Special Forces. I mean, come on. How awesome <laughs> is that? I don't agree with that, though. I, I don't agree with that theory because until the Clone Wars and stuff, and even in the Clone Wars, there's still the argument about we're not soldiers. So I don't think that Yoda... Because Mace Windu and Yoda both made that distinction. Right, but you can can have spies, which are not soldiers. Yeah, I don't know. You know... That's the difference between MI5 and MI6. But see, I disagree with the fact that they, they can say they're not soldiers all they want to, the Clone Wars, but they're leading armies. Yeah. And they're fighting. And they're, they're, you know... To me, that's soldiering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty close to being a soldier. They're big guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, a, it's an intri- It's an interesting. Well, I mean, and, and that's um, the thing in the Kanan comic number one, where his master was like, "Yeah, Ethan hasn't read it yet, so so we haven't spoiled it yet for him." It's. I think it's in my. I like that. I think it's in my truck. So trying, if, after this podcast, I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll go get it, get it. After this podcast, I'm going after some food. Oh, yeah. Ethan's going to get food. Because <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. As Carter is over here eating. 3 a.m. wasn't good to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carter, what, what color would your lightsaber be? What color would my lightsaber be? Because, you know, Ezra gets his lightsaber this episode. So yeah. We're asking... Uh, mm, that's a really good question. I'm guessing yours was orange. Wasn't oh, yeah. Do <laughs> 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 you hear it? It's like, orange. Um... Yours was. I haven't, I haven't guessed. I haven't, you, haven't, you haven't guessed yet? Mm. Yeah, I haven't revealed. 
That's a really good question. Um, I'm sure a quiz on Facebook could tell us what our lightsaber color is. <laughs> actually, yes, I've taken that before, and the... I bet yours would come out orange. It, it, it did. It did? Mm -hmm. Okay, mine came out blue. Okay. Mine would be um, a blue lightsaber. I can't remember. It, it went through, like, all of the reasoning and, like, I won't Oh, BuzzFeed, you are my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, so are we going to take We're going to take a quiz. Might as well. Each, each one of us. We're uh, gonna welcome to the BuzzFeed podcast. Which Star Wars movie is your favorite? Um, da, 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 da. Either episode five or episode three. F five. What color lightsaber would you wield? Oh, Buzzfeed. <laughs> Where would you like to go? Hoth, the Death Star, Cloud City, Kashyyyk, the Jedi Temple, Dagobah. Ah, Jedi Temple. Light side or dark side? Every time I try to play these video games, I try to go dark side. I never do. So light side. Rebellion or Empire? I guess I'll do Rebellion. Which of the Star Wars movies are my favorite? Empire. Who would you save from destruction from your homeworld? Your boyfriend or husband? Or uh, no. City? Your girlfriend, wife, your parents, your pets, your kids, yourself. Uh, my wife. Uh, yeah, Alyssa. <laughs> Which would you least like to encounter? A Rancor, a Sarlacc, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Exogorf. Exogorf. A Wampa. Dianoga. A Dian or Jar, Jar Jar. I wouldn't. I would. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't want to be eaten by this the sand vagina. So Sarlacc. The sand vagina. Oh gosh. Yeah, no, I think a Rancor, actually. I hate those things. How would I'm, you actually, get... I'm actually going to go with Revenge of the Sith as my favorite. How would you get it? Are you taking the <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're all taking it. Okay, all right, all right. So, folks, I'm, <laughs> I'm, on, the, I'm, on, the, I'm, I'm on the Mac. He's on the, uh, Ethan's on the MacBook. Uh, Carter's got the smartphone out, and we are all taking this at one time. This is hilarious. All right. All right. Um, where would you like to go? Ooh, this is a good question. Okay, okay, we have to wait for him to catch up. All right, let me catch up. I pulled it up on my phone. I don't have a computer <laughs> right now. Well, actually, I do. It's in my backpack, but I'm too lazy to get out. Um, I'm going to say the Jedi Temple. I like books. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would you say from destruction of your home world? Your parents, your girlfriend, wife, your pets, your kids, yourself. I'm going to go with my girlfriend wife. I went with myself because I don't have a girlfriend or wife. Yeah. <laughs> and if I can't save myself, um, what else can I do? Right? What would you least like to encounter? Um, Rancor. Terrible things. Nah. Like a wampa? I just want to put his head. I am going to say... Sand vagina. No. <laughs> I'm going to say... I, I almost want to say Jar Jar or the Exgoroth. <laughs> Jar Jar. Space slugs. I would hate... I, I hate slugs, though, because that's that's something that kind of creeps me out. You're creeped out by slugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, we learned that from Carter. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jar Jar. Okay, uh, how would you like to get around? Okay, so now we're all, all caught right, up. Yeah, yeah. How, now how we're all you, caught up. All right, so um, how would you like, our, our choices are a speeder bike, a bantha, the AT-AT walker, a tauntaun, the X-wing, or slave one. Um, slave one. <laughs> I want a bantha. I, I love those things. It's, <laughs> it's like a woolly mammoth. Really? Yeah. I bet they smell like butt, but I don't care. <laughs> they smell like butt. Um, I think they smell bad on the outside. I always wanted either an X-wing or a speeder bike when I was little. But the at at is kind of tempting just so I can blow everything up, but it's a little too slow for me. So what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with X-Wing just because I think it's more flexible. I don't want to be stuck on a planet. All right, so our next category is 
Choose a career. Mm. Bounty hunter, pod racer, moisture farmer, smuggler, rock star, super laser operator. Uh, super, no, bounty hunter. Okay. Bounty hunter. What kind of benefits does a super laser laser operator get? Um, it's got to blow everything It's got an awesome name. (laughs) What do you do for a living? I'm the super laser operator. And every, panties just drop. He's got, like, good salary of 401k dental. (laughs) No, I think he makes minimum wage. Oh. Just presses one button. Oh, that's (laughs) Who shot first? Uh, Catch up, guys. Catch up. I can't decide. Either bounty hunter or smoke. Bounty hunter. Rockstar. Rockstar. I'm going to go with... I'll take double. Actually, I'm going to go with Pod Racer. I'm going to go with Pod Racer. Nice. Nice. Who shot first? Han. Han or Greedo? Han. Uh, Han Han shot first. What? No! Turquoise? What? Turquoise? I got orange. I got orange. What? I got turquoise. Huh. Oh, that's fun. Turquoise-based lightsabers are usually less miraculously crafted or calibrated than other lightsabers. Well, that would be yours. Yours would be per- perfect. If anyone doesn't know anything about Ethan, Ethan's a tech guy. He's a And tinker. can fail when put under too much pressure, but can also output more power than a standard lightsaber. Tur- turquoise lightsabers, lightsaber wielders tend to have personalities that match their more primal weapon. They often act without first considering the consequences. Wow, that is so not you. That is so stupid! <laughs> hey, BuzzFeed doesn't lie. <laughs> no, BuzzFeed lied. I don't like this quiz. I'm taking another one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Play Buzz. Play Buzz, yes! Play Buzz. <laughs> I think this is the one I took before. I think this one's a lot Yes, this is it. Okay. Let's All play. Right. Let's play! Alright. Round two. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> Um, We've just lost our audience. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care. This is spectacular. Um, this is important. Um, um, Jedi, Sith, or other? Jedi. Um, Sith or Jedi? Can't we be just? Can can we all just be friends? <laughs> I don't think that's the same one. No, but it's okay. Where, where's yours at? I'm at. Yeah, it's the same one. All right. Yeah, it's the same one. Okay. They just all the answers are in different order. Okay. Um, Jedi, Sith, other. Jedi, duh. Come uh, on, guys. Can't we just be friends? That is no fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Jedi. What would I rely most on upon in battle? What power do you possess? You're on a different one. What? There are two of them. Uh, but I like this one. All right, so do that one. Um, uh, I'm gonna rely on my lightsaber. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. I think I found the one that you guys have. Are you on a ketchup? Yeah, I found it. Yay. Yeah, okay. Carter, Carter's got to catch up. Again. Again, Carter. Uh, Jedi. Um, come on. What would you rely on most in battle? The Force. If you keep a low profile, if you were a Sith. <laughs> nah, bro, forget that. Let me lightsaber shine. All right, so how would you keep a low profile of Sith? Hey, yes, no one to see it come with kitty face. <laughs> kitty face. Uh, I guess I'll go with that. Yeah, that's what I want to win. Do you believe villains are heroes in their own mind? Oh, yes. yes. Would you, What would you do if you saw someone steal <laughs> an old lady's money? <laughs> LOL, just bring it back using the forest. Like, no, <laughs> no, bring that back. Bring that back. Our choices are, eh, whatever, not my problem, LOL, just what he just said. Run up to the guy and ask him nicely to give the lady give her money back. Chase a dude, forget the lightsaber, I'll beat him up with my fist. I feel bad for the lady, but I won't do anything. I won't care, and even if I did, I wouldn't do anything. Chase the guy and threaten him with your lightsaber. LOL, just bring it back. <laughs> Using the force. It's just like, no, no, bring it back. I bring it back. think, yeah, that's the one I'd do. Would you, not do, would you rather not do combat? 
bring on the fight. Let's sit down and have a nice conversation about this. Uh, I'm going to go with 50-50 on this. Yeah, I went with 50-50. Bring on the yeah. fight. Yeah. How strong are you on the light side? I'm mostly dark side. A lot. No light side for me. Dark extremely. Or I'm both with light and dark. Uh, I chose on both. Uh, mm, I'm going to say a lot. Just because I think you should mostly stick with the light side. But every once in a while. Like, I mean, you even see in... Episode three, and in some of the scenes with Jedi, they they go on the attack. Sometimes they get grumpy. I'm going with extremely, because <laughs> Scotty's such a good guy. Uh, pick a quote. Hmm, adventure. Hmm, excitement. Hmm, a Jedi and a crazy. We I covered that earlier. You did. Uh, so what I told you was true from a certain point of view. I hate that line. Which one? Uh, and uh, Obi Wan's uh, oh. to Luke and um De- and Jedi. Oh, yeah. You yeah. said that, you know, Anna, you know, Anakin killed, Darth Vader killed my father. He's like, yeah, from a certain point of view. What? Ooh, I got purple on this one. I'm okay with that. I can be purple. Use technique of the light side and dark side. You should get purple. Shush, we haven't gotten ours yet. Oh, hurry up. I'm trying to decide. I will um, go with strike me down and I will become more powerful than you possibly imagine. You guys are so slow. Um, Choose a job. Uh... Smuggler. Adventure. Humph. Excitement. That's the one I chose. Uh, choose a job. Teacher. Farmer. Pick a power. Uh, tell me a teacher. Power leads to the dark side. Um, because superpower. Invisibility. Being immortal. Tell me a power. I don't want any of these. It's calculating. I'll go with being immortal. <laughs> wow. Dark side much? I got blue. Nice. I got I like green. Blue. I like his you armor. should have a green lightsaber. You rely mostly on the force, but your lightsaber does come in handy. I don't like blue. That is the worst Photoshop picture of Obi Wan I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Obi Wan and his uh, clone wars armor, armor stuff. Yeah, it's like a Marvel first guy with like Obi Wan's head stuck on it. <laughs> weird play play blast. Weird. <laughs> Yeah. Your techniques on the light side and dark You use techniques on the light side and dark side. I should get purple. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, you're Mace Windu and Prince. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. All right, so that's enough quizzes. Uh, thoughts on the Final thoughts on the episode, because we're getting close toward the end here. Really like it. I, I enjoy this episode. Which episode? This is Path of Jedi, the one with Yoda. If you oh, were man. here... I love that episode. <laughs> if you were well, here... Well, why did you love that episode? Um, I love the episode because um, it's Kanan and Ezra going, and it's kind of Yoda speaking to Kanan, being like, you suck as a teacher, but I'm going to help you out. Um, and kind of doing... Kind of introducing Ezra to a to the Force in a way. I think we talked about this earlier. You and I talked about this a little bit the last episode. When I think this episode is very much Ezra's uh, trip through the cave, the Nicola mm-hmm. Cave, mm-hmm. and it's um, you know he's tempted by the dark side a little bit, and in the last one, and so yeah. they have to go through this 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 whole journey. Toads. Totes. But I love Yoda. In this oh movie. yeah, plus like the Frank Oz, you can't go on. I really hope, I really hope Yoda actually makes a physical appearance. How does he get there? Um, he's awesome. <laughs> he just he just flies. Or Ahsoka takes a trip to see him. Something. Who? Ahsoka. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that out. That, that out. 
If it, Ahsoka's alive. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Just, just edit out that part. I didn't say that. Right, <laughs> no, so. you said it. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, I think I think they should. I think Kanan should take should should now that the pathway has been opened of communication between Kanan and Yoda. <laughs> hush. I think I think they need to make a trip to see him. Because that's what Ezra really needs. Ezra needs to be whacked on top of the head with a cane. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Right? Have, have, have his, uh, Quit being emotional. His, smack. His candle. Right? And just... And because and Yoda, Yoda is so fantastic about taking... You watch Yoda train... We get small glimpses of Yoda training Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's so good at like talking to the younglings... This is how this works, and this is how this is why you need to learn how to do this now, and this is what this is what this will do in the future for you. And all the younglings are like, "Hey, Yoda!" And then you see him with Luke when he's just like, "Stop it! You're stupid! You're terrible! Get right! You're dumb! I, I hate you! I, I like do it that. better! I, do it better!" I, I, I always thought that was funny. It was interesting because ah. you know you thought. I'm not going to say Yoda's not a powerful Jedi. I'm not going to say that, but. When you're first introduced to him, and and, and he you you know he's like this 900 year old powerful Jedi, and then when you see him in the prequels, he's like the kindergarten teacher. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna teach you the kindergarten. And so Luke can only now count and know his numbers and his colors, right? Right. <laughs> but like, no, no, no. I mean, here, here's, here's your shapes. <laughs> but then at the same time, you he's not just the kindergarten teacher because you see these moments where like Obi Wan comes to him. Well, he's teaching kindergarten, basically. And Obi-Wan's like, hey, I need help. Because like, maybe Yoda was his favorite kindergarten I think, teacher. I think what... It, and I, then a lot of it goes to him. I think, a lot, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Yoda is on their level. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a short joke. That was oh, great. That was, that was uh, short, right? Well, he, he's not a visual. You couldn't see it, but it was just <laughs> on, his, on, the, on, on the level. I, I think he's a little shorter than that. But I mean that. But who who teaches the best for the young ones? The young ones that that are your future. The young ones that will make or break the Jedi Order. Who would you want teaching them? Anakin? Uh, no. no. Yoda, who See, is the supreme to... awesomeness? I, yes. Not, not they all come out talking like him. I don't ever. I never got the vibe, and he, and I and I saw the Clone Wars movie. The and so um, I don't, I don't, I don't, we've already stopped. I haven't seen a lot of the episodes because we're gonna do a podcast for it because I want to watch them all now. Um, but um, I always took it that Anakin had no desire to teach anybody. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think a knight has to have a Padawan. I don't think that the. I mean, I think there's knights out there who just go be knights and they don't train. I don't think not not every Jedi trains. Because, I mean, Obi-Wan trains, you know, I don't think Obi-Wan ever expected to train. He got in the situation with the oath to Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. You know, Qui-Gon. Stupid Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's clearly a teacher teaching Obi-Wan, and it's like, well, I guess i got to teach now. And then Anakin's like, oh, look, Obi-Wan, you're getting a new, a new Padawan. And it's like, nope, nope, you're getting Ahsoka. And... <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't trust Obi Wan with another Padawan after his first one turned out. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think that Obi Wan. I, I feel really bad for Obi Wan because he kind of got dealt a really crappy hand because he was he was this this kid was thrust upon him before he was even complete with his training. Right. Uh, you know, he hadn't made night. But he was ready. He was ready, he was but he ready hadn't made... He was, he was ready, ready to, to take the trials, but yeah. he was... According ready. to Qui-Gon. Right. Yeah. He Yo, never it. made night when he got an apprentice. And he, he... Yeah, he made night and then got an apprentice. It's like, you're a knight, there's your apprentice. I, yeah. I mean, the only reason he, Sorry, the only reason he became a knight... Was because hey, you killed a Sith Lord, so you're a knight. <laughs> That's kind of like extra credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta think about it. Like he got dealt a really crappy hand. Yeah, he did. And he was not at all ready for it. And right. It shows in Episode Two. It shows he is not ready for that. He doesn't know what to do with the battle one. It's like, it's Anakin, like, no! I don't, I don't understand what I'm not telling you not to do. Because you get, again, he's getting Anakin right you know, when he's a big ball of hormones and emotions. What's, you know, that made me think of this. We talked about how Ezra and Kanan, how Ezra's getting a non-traditional training. and how, being homeschooled. And uh, Luke... <laughs> Got non-traditional training, but if we look at the Jedi training we've seen, it seems pretty traditional to me. If it if if the Jedi training, let's minus like minus the primary school stuff. Let's like say you do you do elementary school at the Jedi Academy, right? And then from like middle school on, you're 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 attached to a Padawan. I mean, attached to a master, and you basically just go on adventures with them, and that's how you hone your skills. Well, that's what Ezra's doing now. He's minus his... He's missed... But, a, and Luke didn't get any... Right. I think, I think the, the primary school age, though, is where you instill the values and right, the right. beliefs and the underlying skill sets. Yeah, this is how not to kill yourself with a lightsaber. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is a lightsaber. This is what you do with a lightsaber. This, this is a force power. See, watch. I can move my cup across the table. Alright, mm-hmm. now everyone, you have your own cups. I would like you to try. <laughs> and obviously you're going to have kids throwing cups everywhere, but you, you have got to... the Neville Longbottoms. Of right. the oh my Jedi god! Temple. Oh my god! A force-using food fight in the Jedi cafeteria. Excellent. I right? Was... You're going to have this happen, and that's I think okay. that happened in one of the books. And that's okay. Yeah, you want that. That's fine. You're you you come to expect it. But at a very young age, you, that's how you teach them. So when they do become that big ball of emotions as a middle schooler, oh, yeah. they're not flying off the handles because they know how to control it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I agree there. I mean, plus, they have the one on one. I guess it's one on one training just for that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. but but thinking about that, I think I think I guess real hardcore Jedi training is just one on one anyway. So. Luke doesn't get that. He gets a little bit, but yeah, he's his Jedi training is pretty much probably what what Kanan's going to end up get, having. Mm-hmm. Ezra will probably have a more traditional than Kanan or Luke ever had. So right, it's a good good idea to put up. I mean, just a thought. Well, we're at at our hour, and we've talked uh, about everything. We, we usually do. So uh, <laughs> we love Star Wars. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, join us next week. Uh, for, I'll spoil alert, my favorite episode in the entire run. Oh, easily my favorite episode. And the entire the show's good, 
easily my favorite episode. Of my favorite run. creatures coming up. Yes. So, so hashtag puffer pig. Hashtag puffer pig. <laughs> oh. oh, I love them so much. Uh, not a fan. Carter's like not liking this one. Uh, I mean, it was you a, can leave, fine sir. <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> I mean, it was a good episode, but it was not my favorite. It's my favorite. No, no, tell him. I have a hashtag Lando man. Hashtag Lando. <laughs> right. Hashtag. Um, you can follow me at, at Scotty White, and you can follow the network at, at Mopcast Network. You can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mopcast Network. You can actually go to the, the webpage at uh, Mopcast.com. Um, other plugs. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Ethan Young 1991 What do you check Twitter? And you can follow me at Twitter, or on Twitter, at Carter Maynard. Carter underscore Maynard. Man, I can't even say my name. Carter <laughs> underscore name. Maynard. Carter underscore Maynard. All yeah. right. Yeah, there we go. I got wow, it. Wow, that took way too long. All right. All right. <laughs> Until next week, uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Mobcast Network.